name is David Birnbaum. Welcome to The Safe Space. Today, my guest is Andrew Cook, also known as Cookie. Cookie and I have recently become quite good friends, and I thank him sincerely for coming on and being so raw with me on this show. He's recently graduated from university and is going through a tough time trying to figure out what his values are, what his philosophy is, the same as many people do at that age. A lot of his journey really resonates with me and where I was a few years ago. We talk about why he's in this position now, what are some of the philosophies or the views he finds most interesting, and what he's really searching for. I think if you or someone you know is or has been lost, this is a great conversation. It's it's really, I feel really blessed and it's quite amazing that someone like Andrew Cook would be willing to be so raw with you and with I. I think it really bodes well for the type of community I'm trying to create. So please do check out this episode and let me know what you think. And if you're open to sharing your experiences similar to Andrew, I'd really appreciate it. As always, please subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcasting app and consider supporting the show at thesafespace.ca. Hey, Cookie, how's it going? It's going good. How are you, David? Good. For people's reference, your name's Andrew Cook, so Cookie's a nickname. Um, yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing pretty well. As, as I mentioned, I'm a bit, there's been a lot going on, so I'm a little uh, running on fumes, but I, I, I think it's good and actually helps me be more calm and grounded for these conversations, I've found. <laughs> we'll see how that, uh, how that translates for me. I, I mean, I was telling you, too, I felt pretty exhausted at the end of the day. It's yeah. been a busy week at work, so. Whew. Yeah, yeah. Well, I appreciate you still making the time, and and if anything, then yeah, the 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 some people have anxious defenses and like, oh, I don't want to talk about that, and so maybe it'll be there'll be less of that because you're tired, so it might actually. Be... <laughs> yeah, we... Got me off guard. Yeah, but before we get to the actual conversation, you, we mentioned that we're wearing the same color shirt, and I need to point out to the audience the same thing I pointed out to you, which is that mine's better because it has a robot shark on it. And not only that, it also has flames. So I just need to, I needed to t- point that out to everyone to give my, my shirt a shout out. Old Navy, 10 bucks. <laughs> well, so you start off your podcast by you telling me you're better than me. Welcome to the safe space. <laughs> Some safe space this is. Um, well, thanks for coming on, Andrew. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Um, I'm really excited to talk to you, actually, because you and I have only reconnected recently, I guess. Um, and it, and I've been really interested to kind of follow what's been going on with you because you graduated, I guess, relatively recently from university. But regardless of that, you're really kind of starting to ask the big questions, um, you know, and, and so I've been I was kind of obsessing over the big questions a few years ago and I still obsess over them, but it's been really interesting to talk to you about it. And I'm interested to start with kind of, you know, what, what led to this questioning? Have, is it new? Did you always kind of think about things like that? Or, you know, why are you on this, let's call it journey at the moment? Yeah. Um, I, yeah, it's an interesting one. I don't really know where to begin. I mean, I guess really for me, a lot of it's been about, um, anxiety uh you know both in relationships romantic and and you know with with friends but then also sort of my place in the world um you know and and who i am and what value i kind of bring to the table um and whether that sort of the 
I guess, ideal vision of myself and, and who I am and, and what I can be, whether those things all align, if that makes any sense. So anyway, it all kind of, it's been a, re- it's been a really weird quarantine. Um, cause it's, it's obviously given me a lot of time to, to self-reflect and, and think about things. And on top of that, I mean, I think being a year, year and a half out of school now, um, is a really weird experience. I, I think as a society, uh, or at least, uh, you know, from my perspective and growing up, I was always very much maybe told about, you know, the, the goal, the goal is university and, and is to get this degree and, and maybe never really seen much beyond or thought much beyond there other than, you know, Oh, then I'll be graduated. I'll have a degree. Um, and I think sort of having that rug pulled out from, from under the feet of that social structure and that, um, I don't know <laughs> that like, it's, it's sort of done now. And so I'm left kind of with this empty void of, well, what's, what's next. And part of that is, well, at literally anything. <laughs> right. And then the other part of that is, you know, well, I don't know what, <laughs> what's already, what's already kind of come and passed and, and uh, what can't you do anymore? Um, but I, I don't know. I feel like I'm rambling, but, uh, no, definitely not. But I can, I, what, when you said that it really resonated with me because I had the exact same experience, right? All I thought about is like, oh, I have to get this university degree. And everyone told me like that'll, then I'm set up. I have a good degree. I'll get a good job. And like, as if that was the magic code and you said rug pulled out, I, as you were speaking, I was like, and then I just fell off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> I, was just, yeah, yeah. I was like, certainly I, there's no floor under the rug. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's like, honestly, it's like blinded by the degree. And so I don't notice that in order to catch it, I had to fall off a cliff basically. Yeah. Right. And, and really I had put no thought into what I wanted to do after that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, even the other thing is, um, you know, I think it gave me perspective about maybe, throughout different times of my life, the, the way I saw my life going, um, and then sort of, okay, here I am, who am I? Um, you know, maybe one of the big things I realized, um, I always kind of liked the idea of, of, I think, partying a lot, uh, especially in university, but more in, in a sort of, I don't know, culty way or, or, you know, close group of, well, maybe not close group of friends, but, uh, I've never, I, <laughs> I think on the surface, um, I've never been interested in, in being like a, a frat person, or like a fratty whatever. But a lot of the stories that I heard and kind of wanted to experience in retrospect were very much that kind of thing, if that makes sense. I mean, we both went into engineering. You, you might kind of know what I'm getting at there, but yeah, I, I mean, you know, essentially what I realized was, okay, well, what were, what were, what did I come out of university? What hobbies did I come out with? And unfortunately, one of the big ones was drinking. And, uh, you know, with the quarantine and stuff, really can't, can't do that anymore. Um, or at least to the <laughs> two extremes. And, and so it was a really big eye opener, I think, for me and realizing like, well, what, you know, who do you want to be? And what do you want to do with your weekends? And, you know, being with family and friends is, is special. But I think that, um, you know, a lot of the times we have a tendency to overdo that. 
Yeah, and there's something to be said, especially in university, there's not really any need to be alone. There's so much to do. So you have roommates, there's always stuff going on. And also if people are interested in kind of getting a better understanding of the drinking culty type stuff, I do have an episode I did with Pete Lestracco on like, he was a drinking buddy from my from university for me. And so people can get an idea of the, the weird nature of the frat-ish culture yeah. of drinking that you and I experienced. Um, but so I'm, so now, so you've talked about kind of what led to the questions. And so you said like, you're, you're trying to figure out who you are and you know, you're, let's say maybe a year, year and a half into that search. Do you have any answers at the moment or any leads? Cause I know for me, it was, uh, it was, there was a long time where I didn't have any answer. And I spent a lot of time kind of deconstructing who I had thought I was before I could even start figuring out who I am or wanted to be. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I feel like in my tiredness, I keep going maybe off track, even in this conversation in, in the way I want track at all. Yeah. 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 But I mean, you know, for me, I guess big changes happened, um, probably in, in June. Um, you know, I've had, I've always, um, maybe considered myself a bit of a relationship person. Um, you know, and I've always kind of wanted that, that special connection with someone. Um, but I think, uh, you know, for me, there's been a lot of, um, anxiety that comes with that, uh, that I think came to a fore sort of in June along with a lot of other things, I guess. Um, you know, there were, I don't know how to best go about it, but basically, um, you know, I just realized that I was having a lot of trouble just being able to open myself up to other people. Um, you know, not wanting, basically got to a point where I was seeing a girl and she had asked um, me to commit and I just, I just couldn't. Um, it was, and it was just really um, awful because it kind of felt like, oh, maybe I won't be able to, to open myself up ever again. Um, so anyway, I took a step back there um, and then kind of just realized that I was doing a lot of things that weren't making me happy, whether it was, um, you know, at work, uh, or even just like, fuck, it takes me forever to fall asleep every night, just with all the anxieties and the questions in my head. And, and, you know, so anyway, for me, it was basically, okay, something's not working. Let's make a whole bunch of changes. <laughs> And so I've always been very materialistic, not like I, I want to buy things, but like the world is made of atoms and that's that, um, you know, when you die, nothing happens and that's that. Uh, so I open myself up to explore spirituality. Um, I think less in a dogmatic sense and more in a, I guess, you know, spiritual and philosophical point of view mm -hmm. uh, to sort of come to the, you know, really, it's like, well, at the end of the day, what do I what do I want out of my life? And, and who do I want to be? And it's easy to sit, I think, and, and think about that. But there's also people have been thinking about this since, you know, the what's the expression uh, since the first thought was thought. <laughs> um, and, uh, and I think one big thing that our society right now, or maybe young people kind of misses out on, is that that kind of tradition of philosophy that comes with different religions. And so for me, I've been looking into Buddhism mm -hmm. uh, 
and more Zen Buddhism, although I'm not, uh, I don't know enough about it to really want to get into it or talk about it. Um, but it's, it's been interesting, uh, I guess, the literature and, and reading uh, different takes on what life is and what it's all about. Um, you know, I've also looked into uh, to stoicism and, and we've had several talks too about uh, objectivism. Yeah. Haven't, uh, haven't gotten around to it yet, but my personal philosophy now is I'd, I'd like to explore as much as possible and kind of see, see who I think I want to be and, uh, and who resonates with me. Yeah, I mean, that's really great to hear. And, and I think that's the most important thing, right? Uh, a few years ago, I wouldn't have, I didn't even know what objectivism was. I, I was I was into the Buddhism thing, primarily also exploring Judaism, because that's my background, and just kind of non denominational spirituality, let's say, uh, eat, pray, love was the, my book of choice. And so I was a, an Elizabeth Gilbert, she's the author. Um, I liked her a lot. She was my spiritual guide for a while. Um, I do want to. I do want to thank you for being so open with me and acknowledge that you know you're saying in June you realized you had an issue being open and you're being pretty open with me and and publicly. That's a big uh, change. Uh, I know it's not the same as being like open in a relationship and how deep that goes, but I do think like that's that's uh, significant progress. I think to be able to explore this stuff and talk about it publicly. You know what, I, I do find that part really interesting because I feel like I used to be a very public person. Um, you know, I mean, we, we met through engineering society stuff and, and that was, I mean, to, I think that had, you know, you really had to put yourself out there. And I was really comfortable in that space. And, and you know, probably in the last four, three, four years, I've, I've really um, kind of shelled myself off. Like I, I really don't like, um, posting seriously on social media, um, you know, and I, I realized too, and I mean, this was another one of my, so I changed a lot of different things, um, you know, and one of them was I deleted my social media. I got rid of Instagram. I got rid of Facebook, I have my LinkedIn. I've been thinking maybe I want to start blogging or just, you know, writing down some thoughts and sharing it in the public domain. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, which is still, for whatever reason, kind of scary to me to open myself up to strangers like that. Um, you know, it's that kind of acceptance that uh, is uh, is weird. I, I, <laughs> I don't know, maybe not weird, but I find the, the stress of seeking validation from strangers is not something I needed in my life, uh, at least as far as Instagram and, uh, and Facebook goes. And also the, the sense that I think of, of I feel like with social media, I think it really lets us be isolated, but thinking we're not. Um, I don't know if I said that right, but you know, I just found I was I was pretty alone, and most nights I'm I'm alone, but I get to look at at Instagram and feel like I'm not, and uh, I think it's kind of like sticking your head in the sand a bit. Yeah. yeah. No, that makes sense. And I, I mean, I, I've had a really weird relationship with social media. Um, the only time I'd say I actively used it was like in the midst of mental health crises, posting like crying rants and stuff, uh, like pretty uh, intense, weird stuff. And it was like, you know, for me, I was trying, like people said social media, the, the thing is to be authentic. And I was like, well, this is how I feel right now. <laughs> Let's see if anyone yeah. actually is there for me, right? And I don't know if I was testing it or... 
or what. But I also think we had like a, a, a small taste of fame, right? Like as president of the school society, right? And I, I see a lot of parallels with like the way I behaved and the way I was like out there, but not really out there. And maybe, I mean, you, you didn't have as intense a persona as I had maybe, but it was very much like I put myself out there so that I didn't have to be really seen. Everyone knew what I presented and that's very much what people do on social media. Like, you know, I have my curated uh, persona or whatever it is. Um, and it's very different than actually trying to be like real, right? Like I'm trying to get me, my guests, you to be just ourselves. And most people are terrified of that. Uh, and, and most people are terrified of doing that just with themselves, right? Because um, I think for me, when I actually finally started to do that, I was like, well, it was empty, right? <laughs> like I was just empty. Um, and, and it was terrifying. But uh, I want to, I'm, I'm wondering, you know, what, and, and we don't have to get into specifics of Buddhism or Stoicism, but what attracted you? Like, why, why did you even start there versus somewhere else? Like, um, how did, how did you find those two uh, as, as, you know, starting to look, I, I think being authentically interested is, is the most important, but yeah, I'm interested, you know, how those came about. Yeah, that's a, uh, I, I, it's a good question. Um, I think, uh, you know, part of it, uh, I've known, uh, well, maybe first and foremost, I've heard it's an atheistic uh, religion. And that to me, um, you know, I, I don't believe that there's a, a God, um, you know, <laughs> And now that I've been on this, maybe I believe that, uh, you know, there is the universe in some, I don't know, I don't know how to get into that. <laughs> um, you know, maybe, maybe things aren't what they seem, but uh, I, anyway, I, I just kind of looked and said, okay, like, who do I know um, that's similar to me um, that has gone off and sort of explored these things and, we had had a conversation, I think, uh, either just before, maybe it was just before all this. Um, so we talked and then I, I kind of got to thinking and there was this guy I knew in university who was very uh, loving, <laughs> um, was sort of free spirited, you know, but he also came from this very uh, logical, things are equations, problems are solved. <laughs> uh, you know, and so, to me that like mix really appealed to me and, and the way uh, the way he presented himself. So I, I mean, I found it, you know, we, we had that talk and then I had a bit of a crisis where my, uh, some things were happening in my family, uh, some things, you know, with my, uh, with my relationship, uh, you know, things with money, things with friends, uh, sort of, I, I feel like everything just kind of came to a, to a four and, uh, Anyway, I just reached out to him and I said, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. Something's not working. I just need to talk to you. And, you know, he started telling me about, you know, whether it's Hinduism and uh, Taoism and Buddhism. And he put me on to Alan Watts, um, who is, uh, I think, attributed with bringing Zen Buddhism to the West, or at least popularizing it. 
And, uh, you know, so he, I think it was like a 15 hour audio book and I just took it, sat in the park and listened to it, not all in one sitting, but in very few sittings for a 15 hour audio book. Right. right. And uh, I, there was just a, a lot of, you know, I, I feel like the, the thing I don't want out of spirituality and religion is just to take someone and, oh, that makes me feel good. So, yeah. Um, you know, because I do think that that it's best to look at things sort of objectively and just because something makes you feel good doesn't mean that it's the way of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found uh, a lot of value in those, that philosophy and those words. So, Yeah, and, and that makes a lot of sense. Like, to me personally, I don't think even, like I, I, as you know, I buy into objectivism or I think it's true or whatever. Um, but I don't think it captures everything. Like I still think there's a huge amount of value I personally got from Buddhism and, and the meditation technique. I don't, I don't know like what, like Zen Buddhism versus other Buddhism or whatever. Like I suppose the one I did is Vipassana, which claims to be like the original Buddhism or like pre-Buddhism Buddhism or something. Um, but I, I find it really interesting and, and valuable. And I mean, like I said, I've read a bit about Islam. I've read, like, I, I really think, I just want to find the truth, right? I want to find how to be the best person I can be. And there's, you know, many, many schools of thought, right? And if, if I'm taking an engineering approach to something that there's no definitive answer, as far as I know, I want to go to as many sources and see what integrates, what's logical. And I think, I think that's an important approach where, and especially a lot of people are too dismissive of the Eastern religions right? I think especially, well, I mean, like people who actually follow Western religion are, you know, obviously kind of dismissive of Eastern religion because it's the wrong God or whatever it is. Um, But also I find people who kind of will even pay lip service to Western religion as like, okay, I kind of get it. They'll be very dismissive of Eastern religion. And to me, it really, there's something that's not been integrated yet. And I mean, like, so I totally get that. And, and, and I appreciate the, the authenticity of your search, right? I think it's important. Uh, yeah, I find it, it interesting because I've always kind of questioned the, uh, I don't know, maybe validity of, of the Western religions or more this like, um, what, I can't remember the word, but like single uh, deity. I've always found that to be really weird. And I remember um, probably like a lot of kids reading Percy Jackson and the Olympians when I was a kid and, and thinking, you know, going through a phase of like, well, I guess I believe in Greek mythology. That's my religion now. And, uh, <laughs> and that to me though, to, the, to this day makes more sense than, than a single God, because interesting. Um, I don't know. I just think with so many, um, it's almost like Shintoism, you know, if everything has a, Uh, and maybe I don't know that much about the Shinto religion and maybe I've even already uh, maybe those words don't make any sense in this context but I don't know uh, the way I understand it is you know basically they attribute a lot of things like we'll have like your a river has a spirit or or Mm. or a stone and that kind of thing and and I like I think that view of the world makes more sense and and so with you know like a a Greek religion, it's like, well, why are there wars? Well, because Zeus is pissed off at Poseidon. Um, you know, why is there, why is there, um, 
pestilence and uh, and disease and death? Well, because you know, there's there's a God for that, and that's right. just who He is. Maybe He's not He's not good or bad. It's just or he or she. You know, that's just what right. they do. Um, makes more sense to me than you know. You got what? What the hell are you doing? You're just testing us. <laughs> Right. I've never heard of it presented in that way in terms of like, you know, maybe God has multiple personalities if there is only one anyways, because, but that's a, I think that's a more interesting, deeper conversation for us to have, because I have thoughts and actually there's some really interesting stuff from Jordan Peterson about like the, 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 the movement in like culture writ large from multiple gods into a single God. Um, <laughs> Uh, he, he, he talks about like the ancient Mesopotamian gods and they were like the first one to have like a king god or something. It's kind of, it's, it's quite interesting. Um, I'd, I'd uh, recommend. I feel like that parallel society going from, you know, small tribes to, <laughs> to yeah. one mega corporation. <laughs> yeah, um, that makes sense. Although I might not agree with the tone of the mega corporation. <laughs> but, um, one, I want to, I want to ask, you know, we're, we're almost out of time. So I want to ask, you know, who right now, who are you or who do you want to be? Because, you know, like, and I, I know you don't have necessarily have the answer right now, but yeah, what's, what's the process of how, how are you trying to figure that out? Because obviously you're reading books as, as like kind of maps and guideposts, but um, do you have an idea of what you're trying to find yet? Um, do you know kind of, anything of what you're aiming at or how do you think about where you should aim? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> um, I don't know if I've organized the chaos yet. Um, you know, I've, uh, um, one thing I think that's been helpful for me is, is journaling and sort of tracking my progress that way. Um, you know, and, and I think I, I just, I mean, I want, um, I think one thing I've kind of come to learn in the last few months is, is love <laughs> and uh, as corny as it is, but just as this sort of elemental force, um, you know, and it's, it's something I kind of want to, you know, I feel like when I was young and, and, you know, my first love and that kind of thing, I was able to just throw caution to the wind and, and dive right in and, uh, and wow, <laughs> you know, it was, it was incredible. And then to sort of lose that and, uh, you know, go through school and a lot of different relationships, um, personal and professional that, uh, you know, maybe hardened me a bit. Um, I, I want to be able to get back to um, love, I guess. <laughs> and, uh, and just being able to be open and honest uh, and, and have more fun. I, I find... You know, I wrote down in a book too, like whether I, I don't know what it is, but I feel like there's a sort of lingering um, shadow of, uh, of that kind of pulls me into, you know, maybe lethargy or uh, I, you know, I, I feel like that's what maybe depression sounds like, but I, I wouldn't go so far as to say I'm depressed, just that, you know, it's, it's there. And I do feel like I need to sort of fight off this sadness to be able to get to the, um, to the happiness. I feel like I was able to just personify before and it's, uh, it's a lot harder to do that now for whatever reason. So I'm, I guess I'm on a search to be the golden retriever again. 
Well, I really appreciate you sharing all of that. And yeah, like I'd say depression is for me, it was when that shadow took over and I couldn't get out of it. Right. Um, I could kind of recognize that it wasn't the root of life, but I couldn't actually escape it. Um, and yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense that, that it really is about, you know, where did that disappear, right? I, I'm very obsessed with this notion of like, what happened to the kid I was? And a lot yeah. of like, there's a good amount of poetry, like, you know, what happened between seven and 27? And, and how did I lose myself, right? And, and you know, I, I think people kind of overblow the idea that being a child is like the right goal. It's more like, no, I want to keep what he had and be me, right? And like, that like, uh, you know, every kid wants to be grown up so they can do whatever they want. And by the time they get there, they don't do anything they want. Right. And it's, and it's very bizarre. So I very much think that makes sense. And I, I mean, I, I just really appreciate you sharing all of that with, with me. And, and I, I want to ask now why you're doing that. Like, this is pretty scary to be saying all of this stuff like online. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> Like very few people are confident enough to explain their lack of like certainty and that they're really kind of exploring. And so why do that? Why be here with me right now? Yeah, I'll be honest. I'm really uncomfortable. <laughs> um, you know, and even um, I, I sent you a message earlier and, and they were true, but I feel like they were also a kind of like, mm, if I want to not do this. So I think, you know, for me, part of it is is to kind of push myself. And, and I think I've realized the the benefit of uh, of talking and reaching out. And I mean, I feel like we've had conversations before, but I think one thing that, that we lack as a society is, is community and with that sort of openness and the ability to just discuss mm -hmm. and talk. And uh, the more I talk about this stuff with different people, the more I realize everyone's going through the same shit. Um, you know, to different degrees and, and different, uh, you know, they all act on it differently. But this, I feel like there's a lot of people feel feel very alone. A lot of people have a lot of anxiety. And, uh, you know, to me, sort of best case would be someone, someone watches this, maybe I know them, and, and they just reach out and, and we reconnect. Um, and then also... Um, I guess because you're your friend too, and you've asked me to do this and, and I'm happy to support you. And, and, uh, at the same time, it's, it's a, it's a conversation, you know, and, and hopefully it's, uh, I mean, from my side, I think it's authentic from your side. I think it's authentic. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it's important to start sharing things like that. Cool. Well, yeah. I really, I really appreciate it. And, and yeah, like I, my main goal is to, be authentic because I wasn't for 20 years and or about 20 years and you know the more people I can get to be comfortable uh, with themselves the the better my life is the better I think their lives are as well so I appreciate that one thing I just want to add because I had wanted to mention it earlier and, and it slipped my mind is you know you talked about returning to love and and I think people really don't understand holistically how important that actually is and you know it's almost like people dismiss it like return to love and that kind of thing. But it's really, you know, for me, it's like love and compassion. And I don't like there are differences and stuff, but it's like, you know, whatever, wherever those two connect. 
Um, and I think it's most important to be able to really thoroughly love yourself to, to know, like, I love myself, like, and, and, you know, and there's many different names, there's many different ways you can present that. But uh, yeah, I just wanted, I, I wanted to add that, that, you know, I was looking for love from people, but like, there's, there's a quote, I think of, um, you know, a, a man asked his father, uh, how do I find the right woman? And the father replies, focus on being the right man. Right. And mm. it's very much like, you know, you have to be able to, there's, I mean, I love quotes. There's a bunch that are kind of in this vein, right? Like, you know, I don't want to be your son. I want to be your moon. So I can reflect things when you're kind of, when your son is missing or whatever it is. And so I just wanted to, to, I suppose, add that and get your thoughts uh, on, on that framing and, and how it kind of factors into the stuff you've been exploring. Yeah. You said earlier, we're running out of time. You're going to get me <laughs> wound up again. Um, I, yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot there. Like I, I've. Should we, should been, we hold it for, for next episode? Uh, I, I'll try or, and throw some thoughts out and then, and then, yeah, we'll, <laughs> I mean, it's up to you. I, I don't know what the timing is. No, we can um, going a little bit. No worries. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think love for yourself is, um, it's it's really important and um you know i've been able to analyze certain relationships in the past and realize that i think some some failures have come from just me not being able to to love myself and i think um you know i went through a particularly dark period maybe in in my fourth year um because the community I was in, like, we would always joke all the time about how much we hated everything and hated our lives and ah, engineering and ah, being a part of all these things we chose to be a part of sucks. And it's like, you know, eventually I, I was able to reflect and be like, wow, that, that's really dumb. And, and I like kind of don't like myself at all right now. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so that was a pit to crawl out of, but mm-hmm. um I don't know that I reflected in the right ways because I, you know, I feel like I was able to, to do that again, not too long ago and say, I don't really know if I like the person that I am or I'm becoming. And, and, you know, for me, I think that kind of came out as a, uh, like, I'm really uncomfortable being alone. I seek relationships. I hold on to them when they're not worth holding on to because I do, I do not like being single and, <laughs> um, you know, and, but it's something like deep down because I've been trying to stay single and not date and I'll find myself like, you know, trying to, to reach out to someone or, or, you know, get onto some kind of dating app and, and, but I'm telling myself, no, like stay, don't do like, don't just focus on yourself, be with yourself, love yourself. Um, but for some reason that's really hard for me to do. Cool. Well, I don't have any golden answer for you, but <laughs> I'll say that it's a, it's an upward sine wave, right? So it's like, you know, the, the pit I fell in the third time wasn't as deep as the pit I fell in the second time and the pit I fell in the fifth time wasn't as deep. And, but like I kept falling and I had to remember to be compassionate to myself, to still love myself. Like I'm not like perfect yet. I'm not, I'm right. And, uh, yeah, so that, that's, that's not that you wanted advice, but that's the only advice I have for you. 
And, uh, I, uh, I take it with open arms. Thank you. Well, I really, really appreciate you coming on and talking to me about this stuff. Uh, uh, I know it's not easy for, for anyone. So uh, I really appreciate you trusting me and trusting, you know, this community I'm trying to build as well and adding, adding your voice to it. I think this will be exceptionally helpful for anyone who, who watches and, or listens to it. So, so thank you. Welcome. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me out. And, and um, I don't want to say push in, but, uh, <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I feel like there's sometimes, um, anyway, thank you. <laughs>